Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomeville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. <laughs> sports outsider. Yeah. Like yep. the new theme music. Well, Joel, you were singing that directly before we went on the air. It is true. I was singing that. Because there was a blooper where Jordan's headphones <laughs> oh, did Jordan work. put on the wrong set Boy, of headphones, it and it was so it funny. It was hilarious. He was like, I get you through my headphones. <laughs> I did not realize this thing was being recorded. Yeah, people exactly. people are probably going to really enjoy that when they listen to it in the blooper reel that Phil puts into the end credits of oh, every. Yeah, you are doing the blooper reel, right, Phil? Yeah, and, I'm and doing credits, the credits. The I'm end the credits, credits. Yeah, yeah. On an audio podcast. These are oh, these it's a are video things. scroll, and I only do video bloopers, so I don't know if they can hear it, but it's happening. You know, out of all of us, though, I would say you're the most deserving of a theme song. That's I agree. True. You know, I agree. Well, you're, he's like the themed member. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're just people on the podcast. You're branded. You're the He's only the member of the podcast outsider. that's branded. Well, yeah. I have had a theme song written for me. Mike Constantini of the Fort podcast. Uh, one of the times I was on one of his podcasts and he wrote a theme song for me to come out to. Oh, cool. It was What's called the Ranta like? Rap. What's that sound like? Uh, I wish I had a copy of it that I could drop into the audio now, but I'm not sure if I do. But it was like, so his name's just... Ranta. It rhymes with Santa. And there was like chainsaws and screaming. and It was rap. Sounds sounds great. Pretty sounds good. Like an Pretty incredible good. tease since neither anyone like neither us nor anyone at home is going to be able to listen. Oh, to Oh, he it. did our theme music though for the sports. Oh, he sports did that sports. too. Yeah. He's the same guy. Yeah. Props to Mike Constantini. Yep. Tech Mobile update. Watch update. Tech Mobile update. Watch update. Brought to you by Fabrice Club Soda. Wow, that was. I mean, I it's not. I have no specific think, objections to that. You know, one. I think this is actually a, a synergistic uh, co-branding. Yep. Right. It's you know, it's one of those, like, sometimes you get a coupon to Ralph's, and it'll be like, uh, buy, uh, save $2 when you buy Febreze and Ralph's Brand Club Soda. Right. I see yeah. what you're saying. So you're, you're and, saying. And some Doritos or something. This is, the, agree. The, so this is the advertising budget of the Club Soda Sellers Association of America. Right. Makes at sense. At work. It's smart. Okay. Well, and again, at least it's not specifically instructing people to use Febreze in a way that is inappropriate to use Febreze. Right. That, that's a, that's a my biggest bump. Yeah. With some of these Febreze drops is they don't seem to. Uh, they kind of tell people to do dangerous things. Yeah. They're giving us money. Why are I'm you guys sorry. criticize? Sorry. Febreze? All right. Okay, fine. Sorry. Money. Tell me about the 1991 San Francisco 49ers. 1991 San Francisco 49ers. Jerry Rice, Joe Montana. This week, week 17 of the season. Final, final week of the regular season. <laughs> Took on the Chicago Bears. Oh. Very dangerous team to play late in the season because, as you may remember from the 1991 Bears, very strong on defense. Yep. They had uh, William Perry. <laughs> yes, William uh, the Refrigerator Perry. They had another guy who always uh, broke the line. Richard Dent. I'm yes, Richard Dent. Was. Yeah. He was, it was unstoppable. So as soon as you snapped the ball, broke right in there. Yep. Not only that, but they are uh, unreasonably good at intercepting the ball this late in the season. Yep. Uh, they're un. un- like weirdly fast. Mark Carrier on that team, I believe, at safety. 
if I'm not mistaken. I never saw his name on the screen. This is a lot of description, and I'm lowering my expectations. Yeah, bar. I'm thinking obviously the 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 16 and 0 dream did not come to fruition. For the second time in a row, we went into overtime. Oh no, overtime! Sudden 28 death. to 28. Yeah. It's a hard fought game. Joe Montana kept running, kept fumbling. <laughs> What? Fumbling. Yeah, he fumbled three times while running. Oh. Ridiculous. They didn't turn it over once. I turned it over three times on fumbles, once on interceptions. 20 oh. to 28, going to the final. They got the kick. Oh, and no. as I learned earlier, first person who scores wins. <laughs> yes, sudden death overtime. They made it quite a ways down the field, down to my 40-yard line. Your 40-yard. That's a little too far. It's a, Held them back first field down. Goal. Yeah. Held them back second down. Third down came up. They, they tried to run it, and their people run like lightning fast. <laughs> Held them down at the three-yard line, right? Oh. Three yards to the – no, the three yards to the first down, not the three-yard oh, line. Okay. Oh, right. So okay, now it's yeah. fourth and three. Uh, yeah, fourth fourth and three at, at, the, at the about the 30, 33. About the 33. Yeah. What do they do but try to try for the old field goal? It's right? a long – it's like a 50-yard field long goal for field the win. Goal. Yep. They kick it. I go, No! Just misses. Oh! Just misses. I get the ball back, right? Was it wide left, wide right, short? What? <laughs> was it? <laughs> did it? Did it have the distance, and it was just oh, wide was, left or wide right? Left. It was wide okay. to the to the left as facing the goalpost. All right. So then I had the ball, right? First down, got sacked. Oh, oh. no! Second down, got sacked again. <laughs> oh no! What happened to Joe? The fleet-footed Joe Montana. He's not doing well. <laughs> Third down, I uh, I try for my long bomb pass, right? Send everybody out. Joe Montana could have run it, but I was like, I'm so I'm so far back. There's no way. So even though everyone is guarded, I bomb it down to Jerry Rice, all the way downfield. He's guarded by three people. Jumps up in the air, wiggles his little hands, grabs it, <laughs> pulls it down. Oh, he's down at the six six yard line. <laughs> oh man. First down, get sacked. <laughs> what are you doing? You kicked the what field goal. What are you doing? Goal. Passing no, the no. ball, Second, Bill. Second down. Yeah, exactly. Second down for the first time all season. I tried to run it with one of my running backs. <laughs> Loses a yard. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> no, but Phil, when you pass the ball, the chance that you're going to turn it over is far greater. That's why normally in, in the six-yard line, sudden death overtime, you'd run the ball into the line twice maybe three times and then line up for the field goal or you just the run it to center shot. it right it yeah that's it. why for the third down i did what i do best sent everyone out long so they're <laughs> running up against the back of the field goal and made the run with joe montana joe montana he runs down richard dent or whatever his name is coming from the north traced him down right he's running he's running in there's some guy this guy in his way i was like how are we gonna get by the guy I do a little deke north, <laughs> and the guy dives, and he misses me. I run oh, it in oh. for the touchdown. Oh. 34 to 28. Perfect season. <laughs> Joe Montana wins. Joe Montana wins. Ticker tape coming down. Yep. Everybody's cheering. The little th uh, 8-bit cheerleaders are all winking at you with their jugglies all out, their tip-tops all nipping up. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Wonderful game. Well, coach, even after a victory like this, Phil has things in perspective. He wants to look at eight bit boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Same as it ever was. Congratulations, yeah. coach. Congratulations on the 16 0 season. Yep. But congratulations to Joe Montana. Yes. Yep. Uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Yeah. Uh, Richard Dent for honorable effort. <laughs> yeah. He did very well. I think he did sack me like six times then, that game. But Ooh, now, now the quest, now the quest doesn't stop here. Where does it go next? 
playoffs. That's right. That's yeah. right. absolutely. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was so say Super Bowl. Presumably, no, you'll playoffs. have a bye week in the first round of the playoffs. I would think so. I did well enough. Yes, I you did. Uh, and then you'll have you'll have the game against the winner of the wild card matchup in the divisional playoffs. Sure. And then you'll play somebody in the conference playoffs. Okay. And you'll play somebody in the Super Bowl, assuming you win these but games. See, here's the thing. I don't want you to even think about any of what Joel told you. Okay. And you know why? Why? Have to look ahead. I didn't. That's why I said playoffs <laughs> was such uncertainty. <laughs> I didn't. Well, Tech Mobile update, watch update. Tech Mobile update, watch update. Brought to you by Fabrice. That's again stylistically very different than what we've gotten. Yep. Yeah, primal scream almost. Yeah. Oh. I'll say enthusiastic about Febreze. Yeah. No, no bad instructions. Oh, I, I thought it was product. kind of extreme. I, I thought like teenagers you? and BMX bike riders would have enjoyed that. Oh, I'm sure. Best Febreze drop yet. I think in so my too. Opinion. I liked it. <laughs> okay, what do we got in the show today? Uh, let's see. We got the news, news, news. Right. Ooh. Uh, we're going to have an interview with one Michael Dominguez. I do not. Well, who's, uh, who's that? that is. He's looking. I don't know if you guys heard, but LeBron James looking for new uh, interns, student interns for his Why website. LeBron oh, James. for his website. Okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, Michael Probably Dominguez. Did something similar. Yeah. Michael Dominguez is interested in, in being one of them. And so we got an interview with him. Maybe not. So we have as, an interview with a candidate. Right. For LeBron James's internship. I, Not I, the intern. Gene Gene had a rough week. Yeah. All right. Gene did a lot of drinking this last yeah, weekend. So. Gene, Gene ruined this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but um, do we – I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we would normally have in the show? Or I think that's just it. It's the interview with Michael No, Dominguez you're being coy, Joel. News. You're being very coy. No, that's it. What What else could we possibly be expecting in the show? I can't I can't think of anything. Phil? You're goddamn right we do. No, you have didn't. a weird sport. <laughs> okay. Oh, weird sports. Yep. I'd almost forgotten about weird sports. It's America's, it's America's favorite, seg favorite segment. You it is America's favorite it. segment. All right, you ready to do this? Yes, yeah, do it. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. All right. Nike to end line of Livestrong products. What? Subheadline. Cancer scores victory against sports apparel conglomerate. <laughs> oh, oh, cancer wins again. Nike has made the decision to stop producing new Livestrong product efforts. Holiday 2013 line, Nike spokesperson Key John Wilkins said in a you statement. You said that with such uncertainty. <laughs> I was not ready for that name. We will continue to support the Livestrong Foundation by funding them directly as they continue to work serving and improving outcomes of people facing cancer. This past year, they sold $150 million worth of Livestrong products, the most ever. Wow. Uh, Livestrong was founded by Lance Armstrong, who, as we all know, needed drugs to defeat cancer, putting an asterisk on his victory against the disease. Bam. <laughs> the American Cancer Society stopped short of stripping him of his victory against cancer. <laughs> uh, now, a part of this is also Nike's been accused of helping Armstrong cover up his past of using performance-enhancing drugs. In 2006, Kathy LeMond. Ooh, wife, that's a sexy name right there. Kathy wife Le Monde. of cyclist Greg LeMond said under oath, I was trying to think of the French word for under, but nah. Yeah. In incidentally, they're they're both American. Oh, oh, that's just that's funny. a bummer. <laughs> I kind of figured they were because the front. Okay, I mean the now Greg LeMond, arguably the best American cyclist ever, Greg depending on how you fall on the whole Lance Armstrong Nike drugs. Nike paid half a million dollars to the former International Cycling Union president to cover up a failed test. Nike officials said it never happened, but they did it with very shifty eyes, uh -oh. leaving their <laughs> denial open to interpretation. Ooh, they should yeah. have gotten one of them professional poker players looking at their face. 
so that they knew if it was a tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, this would be just another in a long line of sponsorships that are leaving uh, Lance Armstrong ever since he was exposed by uh, Travis Tigart and the United States Pro Cancer Association. That's right. He, so if you're keeping score at home, and I know you are. Always. Uh, lost endorsement deals, including Trek. Oh, Lance Armstrong by now has actually lost all of his endorsement deals. We're all <laughs> he doesn't gone. even have so, one. Yeah. He's like, no, like even like Tiger now. Woods when that happened well, with Tiger yeah, Woods, this... he didn't lose all of them. Yeah, he just lost the ones that like sold the families. Yeah, uh, you know, this was the goal of Travis Tigert and the United States Pro Cancer Association. Trek, Trek? gone, gone. Oof. Oakley, gone. Forget about it. Oh, I, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Tony Spumante, yeah. <laughs> and Michelob Ultra. Not really a loss. Not <laughs> yeah, really a loss. I think, I think I think the loser is the one who buys Michelob Ultra. <laughs> right? That's the yeah. one who's taking the loss. I think there. all of us saw those ads and went like, how did Michelob Ultra get Lance Armstrong? Yeah. It seems like that's way above their stature in the beer world. It right. really is. Yeah, Dr. Pepper 10 is not for men. Dr. Pepper is for men. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I followed you yeah. there. Took yeah. me a second. There we go. The yellow wristbands were the height of fashion in the early 2000s. And I had one. I, I, did. I hated cancer. I did too, but I, I was open about saying it like, I, I'm wearing this because it is cool right now. Like, <laughs> yes. I, su- I support Live Strong, but only so much in that it's really cool to wear these now. Oh, I yeah. despise cancer. I was very, I very open like about it. that. I don't like, I don't like wearing things on my wrist. I never wore one. Makes me uncomfortable. All right. Well, it inspired numerous other causes to also sell wristbands. Additionally, wristbands made cause-branded ribbons look lame and stupid. Yeah, it's Only true. morons wear ribbons. Now you got to have a wristlet. I don't wear a wristlet. Rib- ribbon oh, are Jesus. weird. Except for the little pin- metal pins that look like ribbons. Because then, like, what are you doing? I don't huh? know. <laughs> what are you doing with that? There's a lot of those. A ribbon. Yeah, a, what are you, a, a metal Christmas ribbon. Gift? Come on. Wear a real no, ribbon. No, you're a, a man. Or an American wear a wristband. Page two. <laughs> Fight. Paul Harvey, right? Okay. Yeah. LeBron James defends strategic flopping. Comment as popular as Barry Goldwater's defense of strategic nuclear weapons. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Joel liked it. Yeah, I was going to say, only Joel was going to enjoy that joke. <laughs> yep, I certainly wasn't. LeBron said, some guys have been doing it for years, just trying to get an advantage. Uh, Monday in the lead up to uh, Tuesday's game four. Any way you can get an advantage over the opponent to help your team win, so be it. Yeah. Here's this the thing. may be putting words into his mouth, but I'm pretty sure LeBron just condoned steroid use. <laughs> yes, exactly. In the last round of the playoffs, Chicago Bulls coach Tim Thibodeau. Oh, gosh, I should know how to pronounce that. Tim Thibodeau. Accused James of <laughs> flopping. James Tim shot Thibodeau. back at the comment saying, I don't need to flop. I play an aggressive game. I don't flop. Never been one of those guys. Yeah. Dwayne Wade, however, does flop like a lot. <laughs> and he was actually caught on camera recently exaggerating contact greatly yeah. with uh, Ian uh, Mahinmi uh, when he fell out of bounds. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's been on YouTube. It's pretty common. I don't know. A guy touches him, yeah. and he flies what? away from him and lands on the ground. It's like, yeah, that physics of that don't seem right. Sounds oh, like, man, what a wimp, huh? Go Real play wimp. soccer. Real paper body, that one. But oddly enough, the NBA has actually stepped up, and they've actually fined uh, players this NBA playoffs for flopping. Yeah. Memphis Grizzly guard, Tony Allen, uh, Derek Fisher, Jeff uh, Pentagraph, and J.R. Smith of the New York Jays were all each assessed a $5,000 uh, fine. However, fines have not stemmed the tide. No Heat players were officially warned or fined for flopping during the regular season or the playoffs. It happens, Wade said. We would have no NBA, possibly, if they got rid of all the flopping. 
No, yeah. shouted old men across America. You'd have no NBA if they enforced traveling. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you watch a basketball game with an old guy? Oh, yeah. They're, they're pretty uh, upset. Steps! Steps! Even I kind of got that one. Yeah. Here's People the thing. pick up I'm, the ball uh, and just run. I'm totally okay with LeBron, though, who just sort of frankly stated a fact right. that no one's really going to deny. Right. They have a flopping problem in the NBA. You can't blame the players for lax enforcement. Right. No, no, yeah. They've, they've created the opportunity to get an advantage by flopping. That's on the league. Yeah. Now it is. They I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I had so little to con- contribute to news, news, news this week. <laughs> it's not I over yet. I didn't know yet. what was going on. It's oh, not over yet. I'm sorry. Keep going. Members of Congress urge Washington Redskins to change name, probably because they listen to this podcast. <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> it's Phil's time to shine. Racism talk. Coming hot on the heels of the wildly popular What's More Racist segment on a recent sports, sports, sports podcast, 10 members of Congress, the most to agree on anything in recent months. <laughs> oh! Joining us next is L.A. Unified Superintendent. <laughs> Uh, the 10 members of Congress are urging Washington Redskins to change their name because it's offensive to Native Americans. No, <laughs> uh, what? what? Redskin right. is... <laughs> right, right, right. The representative said Tuesday they've sent letters <laughs> to Redskins owner Dan Snyder, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Were those letters full of, like, porcupine needles? No, it's... Why? why? Because if just sending letters doesn't seem very extreme. Well, well, I, thought, really I thought it was going to be because you were saying that the letters were going to be prickly. Or pointed. Yes. It was a pointed that's what letter. I was, that's what I meant. They're prickly and pointed. That's Roger what I Roger Goodell said. went out to his mailbox. Oh, this is from Congress. I better open it up. And he read it. He's like, this is a pointed letter. Oh. <laughs> what a really, doink. Real prickly Ow! language. <laughs> Redskin, they sent it also to the Redskins uh, sponsor, FedEx, using U.S. mail just to stick to them. <laughs> yeah. And the 31 other NFL franchises. The letter said, Native Americans throughout the country consider the R word a racial derogatory slur akin to the N-word among African Americans or the W-word among Latinos. It added, if he didn't change it, he's a dumb C-word. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> among the group uh, supporting uh, the letters are uh, leaders of the Congressional Native American Caucus, uh, Tom Cole, Republican, Oklahoma, and Betty uh, McCollum, a Democrat, in Minnesota. Neither, Bipartisan support. Neither of them <laughs> sound like they're Native American, though, so yeah. I don't buy it. Well, you know, but Tom Cole's from Oklahoma. There's a lot of Native Americans in Oklahoma. Shouldn't it be like Tom Burning Cole? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Shouldn't Native Americans didn't burn coal, Phil? Oh, I'm sorry. That was Come offensive. On. What's more racist? <laughs> Phil, today. What? So, well, no, the Redskins. Thank you. But basically, guys, we've gotten the intention of Congress. I know. It's about time. Right. In that case, let me talk about legalizing things. <laughs> First of all, toplessness in public? Come on. <laughs> Second of all, uh, the statutory rape clauses? Come- no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, <laughs> not going to go there. Not going to go there. We have political capital. That's Let's sound- blow it. Yeah. yeah. National day off after the Super Bowl. I agree. National KFC pizza day. party Fridays. Yeah. Boom. Cleveland Indians change their name to Cleveland Jerkoffs. I like that. <laughs> Proclamation uh, that the United States is uh, national not sport is soccer. Yes. Perfect. I'm totally on board with that one. Tuesday is baseball cap day. Yes. Mountain Dew. Only for those who want it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is it? Who's forcing Mountain Dew on you? <laughs> it's pro-choice. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. So, hey, you guys got anything else we can blow our political capital on? Uh, aside from your whole statutory rape thing. No. Wildly yeah. offensive, Phil. Yeah. Uh, the, I, as soon as you said that con, con, you said that that comment, I think what everybody heard immediately after that was the sound of our show leaving the rails. Here's here's of decent society. here's what I think we should vote for: 
this podcast become the new national anthem? I think you're right. Uh, let's say well, which episode? Probably the one with Mike Trout. You play it in its entirety before every baseball game. Or I guess I don't know. You could you could vary different episodes before different baseball games. <laughs> Definitely not this part. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you imagine being at a baseball game and sitting there waiting for the game to start next to you to me saying this? <laughs> I can't imagine being in my chair right now listening to you saying <laughs> that. Joel sitting next to you going, "Start the game already. <laughs> this is ridiculous." Okay, joining us today, um maybe not as big on the star wattage scale as we're used to. Well, absolutely not. He's yeah, not big but, on the star uh, wattage but scale. But hey, that's the thing. Sometimes you do you do a slice of life interview, and that's what we have today. <laughs> uh, slice of life. Uh, Michael Dominguez. Uh, yes, my name is Michael Dominguez. He, yes, hello, Michael. Yes, it's good to be here. You are, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a uh, you were just finishing your junior year at the University of Miami. Yes, I'm finishing my junior year at the University of Miami in computer that, science. Is that, that is, uh, University of Miami, uh, Florida? University of Miami, Ohio? No, no, it's it's University of uh, it's, in, it's in Ohio. Okay, okay, yeah. Yes. My my brother went there. Your brother went there? My brother went to Miami University in Ohio. Oh, is he older than the age of 22? Uh, Yeah, at this point. Then yeah. I don't know him. <laughs> Never I met him. wasn't implying that you knew him. I was just saying I've, I've been – the campus there is beautiful. Oxford, yes, Ohio it is, is so beautiful. A gorgeous, oh, gorgeous the, town. It's mostly beautiful because I have a, cop, a picture of it on my screensaver on my computer. I never leave my computer. <laughs> no. You have a screensaver of the outdoors surrounding yes. the building. Yes, it's very be I bet the campus is beautiful. I have to work all day long so that I can be competitive in the modern job market. Well, that's oh. true. No computers. Yeah. Yes. Computer engineering. I know computer programmers. They're saying it's one of those, like, when you read a Yahoo article, it'll say 10 degrees to get. This is one of them. Yeah. And well, you're yes. doing it. And it's a lot of hard work, I assume. Yeah, that, that is the only reason why you would go to college. It's not to enjoy yourself. It is to... Get it, the best job you can with the with the major that you choose. God, I wish I were as smart as you when I was 21. Michael, I'll say that right now. I wish I could eat as much as you. <laughs> all right. All right, okay. Michael. Uh, pump the yeah. brakes, buddy. What? So you've, you've applied for the LeBron James internship. Right? Yes. Yes, I'm very excited to uh, work for LeBron James in his new startup. Well, wait, I... Yeah, well, I mean, it's not it really just, a startup. Jesse is starting a website where we will, I assume, be doing some e-commerce, maybe some, uh, maybe a little, uh, maybe like another Amazon. I think it's probably mostly a promotional website for LeBron James. Wait, who is? I I I only know vaguely of LeBron James. Is he? Uh, is he some sort of computer magnet? Or nope. no, LeBron? Oh, LeBron James? Man? You're LeBron not, James yeah. is the best basketball player in the world. No. If, if not yes. of all no. time. Yes. He's currently a small forward Watch for the Lakers or television. No. Why Why would he be having a call for interns on the Facebook? Uh, for LeBronJames.com. Uh, yeah. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, seriously, Mike. I mean, you, you is should Is he understand. trying to find a way through his website for you to purchase jerseys on your phone? Uh, It'll be called Jersey Bucks. Actually, I bet Jersey you all of the jersey sales are going to be surfing the website. Still going to be through the NBA, no. NBA.com, maybe the Miami Heat. But, you know, yeah, he's not going to do jersey sales. Oh, you're both rocking my world right now. Well, this is a yeah. great opportunity for this you. 
That said, it's going to be really hard to get this internship. I mean, a lot of people are huge basketball fans. They're all going to be scrambling to get a, an internship. With Wait, LeBron how much? James. How much money does he make? Does this LeBron James make? Uh, well, last year he made fifty-six point five million dollars. What? They said that there was no money for this internship. Yeah. Even oh. Google pays you twenty dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you seen that new movie with Vince Vaughn and that blonde-haired guy? The uh, butterscotch stallion. That's the internship. Owen, Owen yes. Wilson. Yeah. Even they got paid some money. Yep. Well, uh, I guess oh. Le yeah, LeBron didn't specifically state that there'd be any financial compensation. No, that's because I thought that I would have a job at a nice startup company that would someday give me a 401k so I can work the rules of rich dad, poor dad, and have a four-hour work week when I am 35. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, just, just understand it's going to be, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people applying for this internship i mean none of them probably as qualified as you but well, yes they said that you had to be fluent in spanish yeah that, that's correct oh come on <laughs> for a basketball player are you fluent in spanish well of course i listen to my voice joel <laughs> you have an accent listen. that doesn't mean you're fluent in spanish oh you're so racist <laughs> how am i racist you win what's more racist i listen to this show if you listen to the show lebron james was a guest in the show last week i don't listen to every second i mostly <laughs> just skip to the field parts <laughs> You really, you really like that's, Phil? That's what everyone does. Yeah. Phil, Phil is out right now getting burritos. And that's you know not, how hard it is to find a, a resident of Ohio who's fluent in Spanish? Imagine it's pretty difficult. Pretty yeah, hard, we yeah. They, they would have to go to uh, Cedar Point, America's Roller Coaster, <laughs> and wait for uh, the uh, Millennium Force to start going down the big hill. And when everyone else goes, ay, and someone goes, ay, caray, then go that one. <laughs> he gets the internship very specific and, yeah, and yeah. even then that person could be from out of state so. or just be a huge fan of the early seasons of the simpsons <laughs> yes <laughs> indeed you are correct about that i feel like my world is rocked right now i'd worked so hard for this internship i didn't apply to any of my others oh. i could be working for you, sun you probably should have no matter oh, how geez, yeah. you, you really, you really got to sun micro you gotta hedge your bets here well with a name like lebron james i thought he was a french uh rich frenchman or something <laughs> it does sound like it could be a hedge <laughs> fund LeBron? i thought it was lebron james <laughs> no uh are, are you all at all upset? I mean, LeBron James requiring that you be a college student to get this internship. Yeah. He himself never went to college. What? <laughs> he never went to college? No. How was, much money does he make per year? We just told About you. About 56 and a half. What? Million. His salary <laughs> is... But the only reason to go to college is so that you can make a lot of money. Okay. So yeah. that you can rich dad, poor dad, four hour work week. <laughs> no. Yeah. But he, I mean, he, uh, it's, he makes like 17 and a half million dollars a year just in his salary. Oh, I And cry. like the other 29 million from endorsements. He's a really good basketball player, Michael. No, he's a really good basketball yes, player. He's really so therefore, good I can learn a lot about web programming from him, right? <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is so not good. Uh, I, am I, am a, I am very – I feel like my family will be shamed. Well, I'm really sorry to burst your bubble yeah. on this one. I mean, for someone who, who does so much uh, stuff with computers, you really should have researched this internship a little bit more, buddy. Yeah, it seems like all you had to do was just Google LeBron James. Wait, what is that website you said? Google. What what website is that? It, it's Google. Oh, the, the Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, yes, the, and the most visited website in the world. They do a doodle like every day now. It's really entertaining. So you, you spend all of your time indoors on your computer and yet don't visit Google. I ask Jeeves. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports. Ooh, you all right there? Yeah. yeah. That I did one it. got up there. That it sounds like it's going to be a register. Yeah, a particularly yeah. tense weird sports. It is. It's very tense. Heart clutching. Ooh, look out. High for this blood one. pressure. This week's weird sport, Chunky. <laughs> chunky. 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 Are you, are you sure there's not a monkey throwing it? C H U K Y? Because we got it. You'd think there would be an N in there somewhere, wouldn't you, Jordan? Oh, fuck. I spelled Chucky, didn't <laughs> yep. I? Did you did. No, I spelled Chucky without the C. Yep. Take me home, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> chunky, also known as Chanko or Chunky or the Hoop and Stick game, is a game of Native American origin. It was played by what's, rolling disc-shaped stones across the ground and throwing spears at them <laughs> to attempt to place the spear as close to the stopped stone as possible. Oh, man. I like that. This sounds really fun. This Pretty sounds like, intense, an, huh? like an old lawn game. Yeah, I like lawn darts with more danger. It are, am I boring you again, Joel? <laughs> Every time, every time at this point, I wasn't even podcast, looking at you. I heard the yawn into the God, <laughs> guys. I just—it's called chunky and it's historical. What do you want from I me? I like it. I just—it's indigenous. My yawning does not mean that I'm bored. It's just—it's a lack of oxygen to the brain. Yes, exactly. It originated around 600 CE, which I assume is old, like, like BC. I guess. Oh, CE is what they started using. It's Christian era. Because it's more politically correct than, oh, than AD. AD. Uh, that makes sense. In the Cahokia uh, region of what is now the United States, near St. Louis, Missouri, uh, Chunky was played in huge arenas as large as 47 acres. Holy shit. No they, they, shit. Had a, they had arenas? That housed great Are audiences. Are you sure it doesn't say areas as large as 47 nope. acres? 47 acres. That housed great audiences designed to bring people of the region together. The Cahokians, farmers, uh, immigrants, and even visitors. It continued to be played after the fall of Mississippi culture around 1500 CE. Yeah. They played it like a long time. It sounds sounds like a lot of fun. In the American, uh, Middle America and American South, it sounds like. Yeah. It's true. Variations were played throughout North America. Early ethnographer James A. Dare translated the name to mean running hard labor. We play game running hard labor. It's chunky. Why would the historian be speaking like that? I studied Native American talk so long, I do stereotypical accents. Wouldn't he actually know the language in which the Native Americans are speaking and not not just speak in like broken English? That would have been another 24 credit hours. <laughs> this is the part that got me really excited. Gambling was frequently connected with this game. 
all good Ooh, games. Are yeah, with games. some players wagering everything they owned on the outcome of the game. Holy Losers shit. were even known to commit suicide. Holy shit. It's like the Russian roulette, except that they were like, oh, man, that's it for my life. Losers in the game or losers in gambling losers on the game? Losers in gambling on the game. Well, it could be that they were gambling on themselves in the game. The fact they said we're known to commit suicide makes me think that this happened quite often. Like that someone would lose everything and then be like, oops, I lost my whatever, I, like mud hut and whatever. Beats I mean, explaining CEs. it to the wife. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatevs. <laughs> All along until one wise Indian named Pete Rose came along. <laughs> yeah. Figured he could yeah. make a lot of money betting on himself to lose. Yeah. That's a fact. All right, we got uh, two choices here what to read. We only have time for one, so I'll let you decide, home viewers, or you guys. Uh, would you like <laughs> to know about the graphic representations of the game or post-European contact of the game? Mm, I'm going to go post-European contact. Let's graphic representations sound like we're going to find out about art about sports, and then I'm not interested. Many Native Americans continued playing the chunky game long after European contact, <laughs> including the Greeks, Chicksaw, Chumash, Choctaw and Mandans. Did you say the Greeks? The Creeks. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said the Greeks. <laughs> I was going to be like, that's that's not a Native American tribe. It's, it's a country in Europe. Yeah. And there was a little fellow named George Caitlin in 1832 who wrote a little uh, wrote a little piece on uh, experiencing this game for the first time with the uh, with the uh, native population. The game of Chunky is a beautiful athletic exercise, which the Mandans seem to almost unceasingly practice, whilst the weather is fair. <laughs> and they have nothing else of moment to demand their attention. This game is decidedly their favorite amusement, spelled with a U, and is played near to the village on a pavement of clay, which has been used for that purpose until it has become as smooth and hard as a floor. The play commences with two, one from each party, who start off upon a trot abreast of each other, and one of them rolls in advance of them. On the pavement, a little ring of two or three inches in diameter cut out of a stone, and one, each one follows it up with his chunky, a stick of six feet in length with little bits of leather projecting from its side of an inch or more in length which he throws before him as he runs, sliding it along upon the ground after the ring, endeavoring to place it in such a position when it stops that the ring may fall upon it and receive one of the little projections of leather uh, through it. That sounds really cool. George yeah, Caitlin, so, 1832. So they're like sliding these sticks along the ground next to the ring yep. in hopes that when the ring like topples over... It'll go around one of the little pieces of leather coming out of it. That's what George Caitlin said. Don't wear it out. So what if what if it falls and a piece of leather what if it falls on the stick but a piece of leather isn't coming through the ring? This is the thing that's weird about this game that we would have known from graphic representation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys. So besides the ring and the stick, it was played a ton of different ways. There was always a projectile of some sort. There was yeah. always a ring of some sort. All right. There's always a stick of some sort. Beyond that, it was played a ton of different ways. The projectile has to end up close to where the ring stops or hit the ring as it moves. It's the only consistent. 
So you could, could you maybe like knock the ring over? Can you like slide it into the ring to get it to fall into your stick? Maybe the Chickasaws did that. Or maybe the Choctaws. I don't know. Wasn't there. Wasn't born yet. <laughs> and frankly, George Caitlin didn't study all of them as well. He just studied the uh, Mandan. George Caitlin seems to be a bigger fan of George Caitlin than Chunky. Yeah. yeah listening yeah, to that prose. Yeah, he was a little up his own rear, as they would have said in 1832. In the early colonial era, it was still a, the most popular game among American Indians of the Southeast. Creek Chunky Yards were a large, carefully... Yep, that's right. Creek Chunky Yards. That is not a Ben & Jerry's flavor of ice cream. That is a location. We're a large, carefully cleared and leveled area surrounded by embankments on either side with a pole in the center and possibly two more at either end. The poles were used for playing another indigenous game, the ball game, Mesopotamian ball game. You guys might know it. Oh. Oh. Uh, Weird sports. Hashtag episode. It's true. Hashtag episode. Hashtag. I would say asterisk (laughs) because this is comic book talk. Hashtag is Twitter talk. Asterisk episode. You're an asterisk. The Stones... Valuable objects in themselves were owned by the town or clans, not by individuals, and they were carefully preserved. That'd be like the whole town having one baseball and being like, if you hit it over the fence, this (laughs) village will die. (laughs) So it's kind of like... That would be a lot of pressure, especially since hitting it far is like the whole point of baseball. That is what the Sandlot would eventually be developed into. Right. The Sultan of Swat can't crash! (laughs) Picture this whole village going. Oh, I was like, waiting for Joel to say one. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Colossus the, of clout. The Colossus of clout. <laughs> and that comes to an end. Another weird spot. of podcast town this brings to the close another sports 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 podcast before we go phil would like to give you our contact information you can email us at sports 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 podcast at gmail.com that's sports 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 podcast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at sports the number three podcast that's at sports the number three podcast you can find us on facebook by searching sports 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 podcast your little top bar thingy you can find us on stitcher radio download the stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports 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 podcast you can find us on youtube by going to youtube.com slash comedy that's youtube.com slash comedy please while you're there subscribe and uh leave a little comments for us we always appreciate them you can find us on itunes by searching sports the number three space podcast that's sports the number three space podcast or you can find all of our back episodes at comedy podcast network.com hey uh michael dominguez didn't have a ride Oh yeah, I feel pretty bad, especially because we just basically sort of ruined his life. Not to mention he he's in you LA. Know what? No, he ruined his life. No, I I hear what you're saying, but he's he's still standing outside there. Uh, we could call a cab for him, or we could just go out the back door. We'll go out the back. Door. Okay, lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.